0: Hello, hello, hello today. This is the Mental Threats Podcast. What else I got? Yeah. <laughs> this is episode 24th. The No, yeah, 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 yeah. The 24th episode. And this is Monday, September 27th, 2021. I'm here with a special guest, Miss
1: Diavion Johnson. Yes,
0: Diavion Johnson. I understand her main Do you say gear? You say inspiration. I mean, your main thing is that you're. Yeah, you're you're like an artist, correct?
1: Yeah, and I'm Miss NAACP as well as the president of the
0: art club. So. Oh, okay. So she got a whole lot of stuff going on, and uh, what really like led you into like you know going into art and artistics, you know, expressing yourself through that way.
1: Being completely honest, I've been doing it since I was younger, but as I got older, I mean, I started seeing that technical arts makes more money so i went to that but now it's kind of like a passion so yeah
0: but kind of like a passion basically but if we were to go deeper like you know you say you always had a talent for this since you were like a kid or did it just come at you at a stressful time in your life or was it just like you know like what what really you know what really inspired you to go into art do you ever think you would be going into art at this stage you know stuff of that nature
1: so as a child i liked art and i was actually going into veterinary medicine at first but I wanted to do something that I wouldn't regret something that I enjoy which is art so another thing is I have family members that are artists so it was kind of more like a push to actually doing something that I love that I want to do and I don't regret it I've been doing it for four years now Okay,
0: four years of doing this that's amazing that is dang cool and it's just like you know you actually paint canvases and stuff of that nature too
1: Yes, I actually sold one for $60, was it last year, I think, 2020. And from here on, I've been kind of selling digital art for 40 50 making my money from entrepreneurship, selling art and designs as well as tattoos.
0: Oh, that's actually pretty cool. So you be selling like design ideas for tattoos also?
1: Yes, I do. I sell anything design-wise
0: anything design wise okay that is that's actually pretty cool that's nice that's nice you know in my instance like you know when it comes to like art and stuff of that nature when it comes to like visual stuff i just pretty much do graphic design when it comes to like album covers i'm not sure if i've shown you yet no. have i shown you i could probably just tap in here like you know I could just um hold on let me just maybe you should just kind of pause the video right quick uh, yeah now back in business yeah we're me and um miss uh sorry say your game name
1: diavion yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just exchanging art and everything like that. Just some uh covers and logos that I'd be doing. And uh, she's showing me some stuff that she be drawing. Yeah, I'm I'm very impressed by a lot of what her works are. And I understand you're a huge like anime fan too?
1: Oh yes, sir. Anime, gaming, all that. Oh, okay.
0: And your anime, it seems like you're more t- uh kindred to or focused on is uh Sailor Moon, correct? Is that the one? Um,
1: it was kind of like a theme at the moment. Cause there was something going around where you would redraw Sailor Moon, so I did that. But I'm done with everything.
0: Pretty much anything. Uh, what's your favorite anime? If you had to.
1: Full Metal Alchemist or Naruto.
0: Oh, those are your top two. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, for my. <sighs> I don't know. I have a lot of favorites. I have personal favorites for different reasons. Like, I love Dragon Ball Z because I feel like that was the main one uh-huh. that really got me into the whole, you know, anime sphere, really. And then it's just, like, Naruto, obviously, because it was, like, kind of newish. And it kind of came around that time when I was growing up in elementary school. And to see where it's at now and everything, I'm, I'm not. I'm, some people don't really fuck with Boruto like that. Uh, I don't I, I couldn't really get into it. I just, I don't know. I mean, but, um, but it's just, yeah, but, uh, also my, another favorite of mine, personal favorite is Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes, that's a classic. Really? Wow. It's hard to find people that actually like Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, dude, Yo, that that's is That's in like, my
1: top, like, five. I forgot about Yu <laughs> <laughs> Yu. Know, yes, sir.
0: You know, crazy and thing,
1: Cowboy
0: Bebop? Yeah, yeah, of course, Cowboy Bebop, yes, Always.
1: sir, yes,
0: definitely. Really no, but it's like, uh, <laughs> but real, so you, you Hockey Show was different because as a kid. I watched Yu Yu Hockey Show, but when I when I revisited it when I was like in maybe 11, 12, like watching on internet and everything like that, because like, I, I couldn't figure out what the name of that show was until I found it one day. and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a show I watched as a kid that wasn't Dragon Ball Z, but I liked and it was just like it gave the same nostalgic feelings when i first watched it when i was a kid but it's like you watch it differently and it's just like you know this is why i really hope i can really show it to like other kids and like well if i go back to uh, bull city youth and everything and work with them i'm now working with the, the charter school to tutor kids but it's like you know i want to be able to go back with bull city youth so i can work with inner city kids so they can watch shows like Yu Yu Hakusho show i feel like it speaks more to inner city kids you know you have the main antagonist yusuke uh, You're a messie and everything, you know, single mother household, mother drinks, he's treated like a delinquent at school and everything, doesn't have a whole lot of friends and so on. I just related to Yusuke as a whole because it was just like, you know, he was kind of catching a hard time, but he tried to thug it out and everything. You could tell he was like a cool person, but other people just couldn't see that and everything, which I really found really sad and everything. Because, you know, he comes from like some kind of messed up home and everything. But it's just like, you know, he hated being at school because people just didn't like him being there and everything like that. And I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty sad. And it just, like, the most saddest part about that episode, the first episode, was when old dude, like, got ran over by a car and everything. And he just thought, like, you know, it don't matter, like, if I'm dead or whatever, you I'm cool. That yeah, now you want to watch it all over again. Because
1: it's one of those anime where you can watch it and rewatch it and it still has, like... I don't know. Like you're watching it all over again, but you can
0: appreciate so many different parts and pieces. Uh, like you can appreciate so many different parts. Yes. Of Be- yeah, that's why it's like I always really, really liked that show because it's like every character mattered in that show. Mm-hmm. Like Kuobara, especially you know you got your Krillins, your Yamshas, and everything you oh, know. But Dragon- <laughs> yeah, but then, yeah, and Dragon Ball Z. But it was like, it was mostly like Goku's show, and then maybe a little bit of Gohan, then maybe a little um, bit Vegeta. Vegeta. Piccolo, a little bit in the beginning, had his had his moments, and then it just kind of like. All right, but like like,
1: Piccolo is that guy, like. Hell yeah, (laughs) bro! Piccolo has
0: always been that guy. But I feel like I loved him the best when he was the strongest, you Mm -hmm. know, even though it was for a short period of time, like in the Cell Saga or the Android Saga, he was fighting Android Seventeen. But uh, I was like, well, well, we'll talk about Dragon Ball Z later. <laughs> but Yu Yu Hakusho, though, it's just like, it just kind of shows you like, you know, he's watching his funeral and he sees all the people just crying. Even his worst enemy, cool, Bara and everything, he beats up on the death and everything, he's crying for him. And so it really speaks to people who maybe might be suffering from depression or just say themselves, it's just like, you know, I don't want to be here no more. You know, it really speaks on like, you know, the people, even if it's just a couple handful of people like, dude, you, know, you touch so many people's lives and you don't even realize it. So it's just it's best off to just, you know, stick around and everything and make the best of it as best as you can. You know, cuz it's just like, you know, if you end up in a situation where it's just like when you're not here anymore and everything, um, you know, you'd be hurting a lot of people. So it's just like it went from being so emotional in the first episode to being like a battle anime later yeah. on. And he was like, "Now let's
1: talk about those battles cuz you look at anime in 2021 and it doesn't have the same feeling as fight scenes, fights. In older anime.
0: Yeah, like Yu Hakusho felt like a mixture of a street fight, but it would have like little mystical elements to it and everything. My favorite, I don't know. It's just, I love a lot of that (laughs) fights and everything. I don't know, but it's just like, I think about like the first season is kind of like my personal favorite, but like the obviously the second one with the dark tournament was obviously like the best of the best. And everything, obviously, for obvious reason, because it's a tournament. I mean, every 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 anime has their own tournament. Like yeah. like Naruto had the Chunin exams and everything. Dragon Ball Z had the world tournaments. So, I mean, Hunter
1: Hunter had their little
0: yeah, the little what was it
1: called? Hunter Hunter. Um, it was the because
0: it's hard for me to get into Hunter Hunter because I know the creator made Yu Yu Hakusho and everything, and yeah, made I Hunt. haven't
1: really gotten into Hunter.
0: I try to get into the beginning parts, but it's just like, I don't know, I just don't be focused. It's hard to, like, really get invested for me. I don't know, like, it was easy for me to get invested to Seven Deadly Sins. For some reason, I, can't I don't know get invested why. To
1: seven de- de- what so, you can't get invested in seven no. deadly sins?
0: Well, I mean, do you want to or do you I just? I want
1: to. I just haven't really like every time I try.
0: It's just you're not invested into it. Yeah, I end up... I feel like it was easy to me for me because there was already a goal and everything. Like at first, you don't know who the characters are, but you already have a feeling what the personality like Meliodas is. It's like okay, he's yeah. like the he's basically the main character. Essentially, Blondie. yeah, Blondie, <laughs> <laughs> and they have that Dragon Ball type aesthetic where they make the uh, the main character like like this little itty bitty whatever, and then they make them super powerful and yeah. everything. So, so I thought. I can that try was... again,
1: but I mean, I couldn't really get hey, into it. Five seasons. You man. need to get into Hunter Hunter, and yeah. I'll get into you know Seven Deadly.
0: Yeah, oh right, yeah, I mean, but back on the Yu Hawk show because I really want to explain like yeah. so we can exchange like why we should be like probably uh, into it, but it's like a a Yu show and everything. It was just like it wasn't over the top and everything Mm -hmm. when it needed to be I know like sometimes like Tagoro would like pick up the whole stadium and like drop it over here but it's like nobody was blowing up planets and everything and like slicing the moon in half and everything of that nature biggest saddest thing about Yu Yu Hakusho is that it just didn't keep going you know like they would have made a reboot not like a reboot but just like a sequel series like how they did with Inuyasha and everything (laughs) Yes. Do you like the sequel part series of Inuyasha? I just started going kind on. Of, oh, so it is pretty yes. good. Like, it's pretty consistent. I like, had a it's feeling. It's not the
1: same as the first. But,
0: but it's still okay. Like, yes. it's not like Baruto and everything. Mm, or it's just like mm, the mm-mm. charm. That be- you know, my sad thing with Baruto, and like we can, like, transfer, Like We'll talk about sequel series. Well, Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z, I feel like that's the most successful transition for a sequel series. Hold on a second. We're doing a podcast. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who Was that Alejandra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. But uh, anyway, but what really, really made uh, Dragon Ball Z so um, so successful is because it was different because it wasn't like more cartoony and everything because we see a little bit of gore in like the the ending of Dragon Ball like with like Piccolo piercing through uh, like so Goku's graphics. heart. Yeah, like it was kind of graphic yeah. like so it was a good transition. And
1: being an art major, I yeah. noticed those things in the sequels whereas with Boruto... You look at it, and it's like, where's the shading? Like, yeah, they're it's not too really smooth. Yeah, they're, Why they're not so even. Bold? They didn't even
0: put a whole lot of detail in the clothes. You see how, like, Did you like see sh- his hair? Like, yeah, Boruto. The only thing like with Naruto, I was kind of thinking that him and Inatsu would have multiple kids. So it's like, okay, maybe you can name one Jiraiya and then maybe name one, like, Neji. And then maybe, like, two other, uh, like, Himawari is probably, like, the best out of his offspring yes. to me. Because it, like, it looks like she carries, like, both of their elements. Okay, like, you know, like, the Yakugan type. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the hair. You and know, personality. I, yeah, like, personality is both. What I really like, what I was really hoping, even if they're going to get Boruto to be, like, the middle child, he has, he has, like, middle child vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, he it's just, like, vibes. yeah, like, middle child. I was hoping that if he would be, like, a middle child, they'd be, like, a little bit more relatable. Like, if he had two older siblings that were just, like, you know... You know, like so so great or whatever. He trying to like fill up them shoes and everything. That gives him like a plot point. Said like, "Oh, I hate my dad because he's Hokage." Like, dude, this kid, this guy Naruto, literally is like a savior. <laughs> he went from being like freaking being like just some trash, whatever. You know, a scapegoat. Oh, he was a Nine Tail. They sealed it in him. Why they say it's his, his fault? I don't, I don't even know. Anyway, it's just it's just. A lot of
1: people were actually saying that Naruto would probably be the same as his son had he had his parents, mm. and it's kind of I don't know. I don't it's that.
0: I don't. I don't really believe that. I don't ever believe that. It's his
1: personality. He's just. He just he's always just like that. The thing
0: is, like I didn't. I was actually hoping the Naruto son would be kind of more like Neji in a sense, like you know, like maybe his hair would be kind of brownish, kind of looking like like spiky hair, but kind of brownish, like him. And everything, and like he would have like the Byakugan eyes too, and stuff like that. He can still keep the lines in the face and everything like that. I was hoping it would be something like that. Like he would be look more like a Huga, and maybe he had one kid that might be have some Uzumaki like a uh, like red hair, maybe something like that. Like you see little traces here. Right? I was hoping for something like that. Maybe orange. I'll, I'll go for orange, but something that looks like a mixture of somebody from like an ancestor, or maybe like you know. Because that's what we are. Like, we look like our ancestors, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, even our both sides, our families, everything. We look like somebody, like maybe an ancestor, maybe great-great-grandparents, something like that. Something like that. But we never got to get any of that. And that's what really kind of, like, ticked me off about it because they just copied and pasted Naruto. They just made the hair, like, different. They
1: were also going off of, like, fans requests, the fan art. And they were doing more of this for the, I guess, for the money, Mm -hmm. the fan base than actually following But but nobody was
0: satisfied with it. That's the thing that kinda ticked me off about. Like I know they're trying to do fan service, but like do your own thing, bro. Like, you know, it's just like do your own thing. I mean, I'm saying do my own thing, but I'm saying at the same time it's like, you know, do it like this, that, and the thing. Right. Like but it's just like like
1: Naruto should have looked more like his father. Minato. (laughs) Like, you mean
0: Naruto or...
1: Naruto. Because whenever mm-hmm. he got older, his hair looked a hot mess. He looked like he was old. I was I hoping mean, that he
0: would keep the spiky long hair to an extent, you know? But it's just like, you know, then maybe like just carry the armor. What really kind of ticked me off was how he never, like, got to become, like, um um like a Jonin and everything. Or have his own three-man squad yeah. before becoming Hokage. I thought that was a missed opportunity.
1: True. And he never actually got to be at his own ceremony.
0: I mean, I don't really care so much about the ceremony. It's like, it's just everything coming full circle that really just kind of, like, ticked me. Because it just seemed like it was just another job now. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't, like, a job with stuff, stories in between. You know what I'm like saying? Like, with
1: Kakashi, um, Tsunade. Yeah. His own father.
0: Yeah, it's like his everybody own- was, like, kind of connected in between. They you were know? still chilling. But we never knew Kakashi's, like... Mentor with the fourth Hokage, you always knew that the fourth Hokage, to some extent, might have been Naruto's father, you know. But it was just, like, at the same token and everything, it's just, like, everybody was kind of connected. Jiraiya was, like, um the fourth Hokage, I mean, I, Minato's uh, teacher at one point. Uh, he was also, like, a teacher of pain, you know, and all that. Like, there was multiple people in the yeah. I would have really liked to re- them to reveal, like, you know, who the other two people that he was training alongside me, you know? So, like, you know, like, or later on, maybe, like, if they had a part three. I was really hoping for a part three before that. You know, like, they could have just went with a part or three.
1: some more fillers, you know. I'm not against fillers. I like
0: that. I mean, once they're done right, they're okay. Like, yeah. once they're done right, they're okay. But it's just, like, at the same time, I would have really liked to see, like, you know, maybe a three-man squad from Sakura Haruno. Maybe Shikamaru having his three-man squad. I don't
1: care about Sakura.
0: You don't really care too much I about Sakura? Like I mean, who cares regardless, but at least something. You know, yeah. Then you can see, like, the dynamics and everything. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I would have liked to see, like, Naruto become a Jonin and everything. But I don't know. They made him so overpowered. Yeah, I feel like even in the third, um, what was it, the fifth Great Ninja War?
1: Yeah, the one with
0: like the whole white Zesu's and everything like that I would have liked it if they would have went on for like maybe like a four or five year time skip Something like that. That would have been pretty cool, you know, just kind of see them get older. And then, like, you know, then maybe, like, the power that they had at that time was just kind of limited for that time. Like, they just couldn't have this power forever type. Mm-hmm. I would have liked that, you know. And then maybe, like, they it's probably the would. I no, yeah. thought about that. Yeah, because it's like they make it so super powerful. It's like you can't you can't really convince me that there's other cockies out there that, like, come up, have meetings with this nigga. This nigga's is, like, literally a whole god that you're standing in front of. You really think y'all having a meeting? Like, I mean, yeah, sure, I guess out of his heart, he's not going to take advantage of everything, but it's it's hard to really imagine Naruto in a vulnerable state now. And that's, what's, uh, that's what made the third Hokage, like, when he was going up against Orochimaru, Oru- Oru- still, like, you know, like, it, it felt like, like, not real, but it felt like it's just, like, it felt more endearing as that an is. audience. Because it's like, that's his own, like, you know, student, like, going up against him. Like, he knows him as well. But he's old too, and we never got to see the third Hokage do anything until that point. Like we always thought he was this decrepit old ass nigga. Like yeah. you know, freaking like he
1: his,
0: his nose bleed and everything. What well, really kind of pissed me off is how he kept Donzo around and everything. But it was just like you yeah,
1: know. and he never really took care of Naruto.
0: <sighs> he kind of did, but not really.
1: He did, but he that, that
0: same thing about. with Sasuke too. Like they kind of did, but they didn't want to make it obvious. And it's just like I, I don't know.
1: But they were children, like.
0: Whole ass kids, <laughs> like one being fucking scarred for life because it's freaking family time in front of him. The other one, everyone Never hates, had a family. and freaking everyone hates him, but nobody knows why. And but he doesn't even know a bunch why. Of a bunch of orphans, bunch of orphans, and everything, you know. But it's just like it's just stuff of that nature. How do you feel about the whole twist about them being like reincarnations of Ashura and like uh, what you call it, uh, Indra?
1: It bothered me. <laughs> Like whenever you get to that point, it's like what, what? Wait a second, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> yeah, so this nigga Neji died for nothing when you think about it. Like you know, because like you know, the, the whole fight with him being like, oh the loser, you know, rising up and like you know, doing whatsoever. Like it's just it's now it's contradictory because oh he was destined to be some like super like whatever. no, yeah I don't know man. I feel like
1: with Neji's death, it should have been different. Because he was going against his destiny, but he still ended up dying first. Well, he was the only one to really die-die, so, like, what? It was so stupid. Like, why can't he live and still, you know, succeed in life?
0: What really pissed me off is how they freaking, like just punked out my dude rock lee man like because it's like i don't even be starting the series over from the beginning anymore i just go straight to that rock lee versus gara fight bro and i'm just like you know this dude right here that could have been like the third protagonist when you think about it he would have been like a good third protagonist but i would have really liked to see hold up i would have really liked to see rock lee kind of test his morals a little bit you know this whole power of youth thing and everything. You know it was pretty cool, like to kind of see him like still kind of stay the same, but at the same time, like what? What about he just doubts it? Like you know, like what if he just like you know maybe this whole power youth thing? I want to get stronger. You know, I'm tired of Naruto and Sasuke going on and everything and becoming these you know super whatever. I wanted to be able to learn more. I would have liked like him. Gaara. Yeah, like I don't want to say like kind of like Gara. I would With say Gaara,
1: like you know he started. You saw a change in him and you saw him <laughs> actually step up and. Actually, have character development as yeah. well as become the Kazekage. Kage. Yeah, I thought that
0: was pretty damn cool. Like, and he kind of changed it up and I was fighting alongside Rock Lee, which is pretty cool. I thought that was pretty. And then the Sand Village started kind of working mm-hmm. together with the Lee Village a little bit more better.
1: Yeah, so Rock Lee, I feel like he could have had that same change. Where there was a little twist and he had character development where he actually started trying Coming to... become like
0: serious or doing other things, yes, you know am catch up
1: to the rest of the guys. Like Sakura, even she said that she wanted to catch up to Naruto and Sasuke. Mm. Even though she's trash, I mean, she tried to do something different. So, I mean... Do you
0: feel like Sakura should have died?
1: Yes. Uh, it should have been her, not Neji. And Tintin, Tintin shouldn't be. Gone. Yeah, Tintin
0: should have died. Tintin had no reason. <laughs> no reason. You be thinking back to the fight in the tuning. I forgot and she him. existed. Naruto. I don't want to be that dude and everything because they would have given him like a little, give her a little bit of an arc. It should have been know. Tintin. You you think that maybe Tintin maybe should have been like a love interest for like Rockley. Maybe you think? No, she should have died. She Should have died. She should have died. Uh, Rock Lee
1: could have been with someone from the Sand Village or Sand Village anywhere. Sakura
0: should have ended up with Rock Lee. That would have been what? a good twist. That, well, no, hear me out. This nigga right here, Rock Lee, <laughs> he had his whole eardrums busted in and everything. You know, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> dude, dude, Sakura, dude actually proved that she, he actually cared about Sakura. Sasuke tried to kill her, like, how many times, you oh, know?
1: true. I feel
0: like she had, like, good character development, I mean, you know? like I I'm... feel like
1: she should have been with nobody, because...
0: <laughs> she don't deserve it. Uh-uh. I feel like Rockley should have been that one. I feel like, you know, just for Rockley's sake, you know? But then it's like, just if we had to be mature, if we had to be more realistic, that's one thing I hate about Kishimoto, that she didn't, he didn't make a whole lot of this. He didn't give a bounce doing what was realistic or what wasn't. Naruto ended up with Hinata. Even Shoji sure. got a boo. Yeah, I didn't understand what was with that, you know? But it's like, it was with the black girl.
1: she's black. <laughs> At least
0: she's black. Yeah. Really, she's
1: black. At. at least she's black. That's all that matters. He knew what he wanted and he got it. He wanted the black girl.
0: Dude couldn't say no to chocolate, man. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no really. I mean, big boy wanted him some cocoa.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, couldn't, couldn't. Yeah, let's not try to fetishize this even more farther. But it's just like, um. But anyway, but it's just like you know. But it's just at the same time. It's just I feel like Sasuke and Kareem would have made more sense. I feel like they would have made it more sense because Kareen was more it kind of made sense because like when Sasuke kind of saved her from that bear or whatever in the forest by one time and everything it, it meaning a lot to her had more seeds of like okay because like when the but separation she loved
1: him more than he would ever love her
0: um but Kareen, yes yeah that, that that makes a little bit more sense to me like Sakura just seems like a childhood crush whereas like Kareen, Kai I feel like saw Sasuke as like a purpose and mm-hmm. everything everything he, she did was for Sasuke and everything. Taco so would say stupid shit. Like, oh, I'll take me with you and shit like this. So, so, what are you going to do, though? This girl saved Sasuke how many times? Kareen saved Sasuke how many times? Sakura, Sakura hasn't done shit when you really think about it. Yeah. Kareen has been pretty... Even though, like, he, he kind of stabbed Kareen in the gut one time. The
1: sad part is Sasuke had the most chemistry with fucking Naruto. <laughs> uh-huh. And if it was, like, where Naruto was a female... I feel like that would have been perfect, but no. Yeah. But, like,
0: yeah, the, there is chemistry there, which is just like you know, it's is it, it's whatever. Because only with
1: them, the orphans, and there was nobody else. I didn't like Sakura. I didn't like Karen, whatever her name. I didn't.
0: I, didn't I like fuck with Karen just because old she old was useful. Like really, that's what I'm saying. Like, even even when yeah yeah that one too. That would actually make. Cause then the offspring would have been powerful. Yeah, and Red And Sarda, I don't know that whole. This is what really made me like Sarda, or she over like Baruto, like how she went to seek out to figure out if Karin was like her real mother or not, and everything. Like she was actually an actual like she had her own mission, basically. Although it was kind of like a domestic ass, like yeah, it was a little toxic, (laughs) but um, just a little bit toxic. But it's just I don't know. I I just I prefer Sarda like over Baruto. That's just Mm -hmm. me. Like Ochia, it's not about like oh I want to be Hokage type thing or whatever. But it's just like, you know, it's just... She's not as
1: spoiled, and she's intelligent, intellectual. Whereas Boruto, he needs more growing up to do. Even though he has a father that went through everything, and a mother that's also gone through a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. He acts like he's entitled. But I noticed that a lot of people are telling me, hey, you need to keep watching it where he grows. But in the first few episodes, I was already tired of him.
0: Boruto... It's just, I don't know. Because when I just see Boruto now, it's just like, dude, you're just copying and pasting. And then he has all these power-ups and everything. Oh, I want to I wanna do better than my dad. That's what I'm thinking. They should have just kept a couple generations. I want to say like a couple Hokage. Maybe like three, four Hokage. Maybe one of those Hokage would have been Naruto's. Like, you know, um, what you call... Um, What's that word? Like... A Student or a, yeah, one of his uh, students, or maybe Kono you know this because this is to build up some kind of backstory. So it's like we can be like, oh like what,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: like what happened after this? What happened after this? You know, I would have before that. That's what made a uh, Legend of Korra pretty cool for me, because it was a big ass space of stories to look back upon. You know, with the uh, what's his na- what's what's his name? A uh, freaking the dude that bloodbended like in like
1: I know who you're talking about. Yeah, um, bloodbended like.
0: Yeah, it started with a while, like Yakone or no some shit like that, and he had like two kids and everything, and I then they him. started bloodbending and everything, you know, mm. and they're all connected like to like Ang somehow because it's like you know it's just like, it was stuff from the past that happened, you know. That's what made it so cool. That's why I like Legend of Korra now. I appreciate it a lot more now compared to like Boruto. Now
1: that's a sequel that yeah. you actually get into because it's not like you're riding off the coattails of the first one. It's yeah. a whole new story it's with different. similar you know feels yeah. and old characters. But she's her own person.
0: Yeah, and I feel like you know with Aang's uh, from the last Airbender, it was like a different pace, which is cool. She all, she was already like trained beforehand, and all the other elements she's had to master wind and everything, and other aspects of being the Avatar, and so on. And I thought that was pretty cool too. Like it's just like you know that's what that's how you do a sequel series, right? To me, although people shit on Korra, I don't know why they shit on Korra and everything. I thought it was pretty cool because
1: everyone's stuck on Aang. Because at first, I'm like, this is nothing like what AIM would have wanted. But you have to realize that this is a completely different series, and you're going into it new instead of comparing it to the first Avatar because nothing's going to live up to the first one. Whereas, just like with Inuyasha and Yashahime. How mm-hmm. <laughs> But you watch Inuyasha, and it's kind of like a nostalgic feel. Then you watch the new one, and it still has, like, the same soundtrack and kind of feel, but it's new. You know
0: it's what? their children, um. and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. are saying no, keep going. Yeah. Right. yeah,
1: it's their children, and instead of you depending on the original cast, you're looking at them now and trying to figure out where is the original cast. So, yeah,
0: yeah, man, yeah, no, I feel you because, like, that, like, I didn't really get into the se- sequel series yet. Yeah, I think I put it on like one time ish and everything, you know, but it's just like, it's just one of those things, man. It's just like, sequel series, and that's that's like what it kind of comes back to you, you, hawk show. I be thinking about this all the time, like for their sequel series and everything. Like it's just like because, like you know, if like freaking Kuabara and that ice uh, princess girl, or whatever, had kids and everything, And so I can imagine like their son being like really, really like a devil, like ice and stuff like that, and like like on some like Iceman from X Men type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like some Shoto Taka, uh, Todoroki type stuff, but like That'd no be fire. So cool, yeah, <laughs> like he would like he would be a beast. But it's like, you I mean, know,
1: some like Todoroki kind of um what is it from Avatar? Uh dang, what's his name? I can't think of it. What's his name? With the fire and
0: Oh, you're talking about Zuko? Yes. Yeah. Zuko vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking would he have kids too? Or would like he A just be like whatever? Like I
1: don't know.
0: Maybe I feel like he kid would be like a main villain <laughs> i like, I don't know why I see that like but he would like never be good until like like the very very end, maybe perhaps I could see that, mm-hmm. um, but um, I don't know, I could probably see like you know maybe like uh with use case kids would be like one one kid could be like how can I say he has the whole cool thing going on with that mm-hmm. kid but he is kinda of laying dormant and the other one's like really really adept with like spirit guns and everything like that. Like it just comes natural to him. Yo, I love that. Yeah, just like everybody it's just everyone's whole like everybody's like skills and it just kinda of split between the children kinda but we they're really, wrong. really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: anytime someone tries to make a sequel ends up being more childlike. Or they take away the real feeling of... The
0: past ones. Yes. Like It's just like, you know... But I feel like, has it been that way for uh, the new e- Inuyasha sequel?
1: There, It's been childlike, kind of. In the beginning, it's more like, mm. hey, we're kids and we're trying to, you know, go on an adventure, find our parents. And you look at them like, oh, these are little kids. But you looked at Inuyasha and them like, these are like teenagers and they're actually like on a mission. Mm. Where their kids are the same age as them but look younger and you don't see any blood in this series
0: mm. yeah like anime without blood i don't know it just it just doesn't work i know seven deadly sins kind of tried that for like one season where like the blood was like no, all I need white I need that. it was like white and it's just like what that's that's nasty because it's like what, what is that like what is like marshmallow guts or whatever I, I don't know i just couldn't do it and everything it's just like, i i could go watch an anime without need for blood like uh like zatch bell you ever watch Zash Bell? I haven't. It's a really good anime. You should watch it every time. It's really, really good. It's really, actually really good. I haven't everything. heard of it before. Zash Bell? I can look it up on... I'll look see. it up. Yeah, yeah you, you can look it up. But, but it's really... Because like, if you watch Cartoon Network growing up and everything, it was on like this one block in the middle of the day after school. It was like jacuzzi or something like that.
1: Interesting, interesting. Something
0: like that. I forget.
1: Oh, I have seen this
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, see <laughs> Yo, with the little
1: Pinocchio-looking boy Yeah,
0: Pinocchio-looking boy It had, like, <laughs> lightning shooting out of his mouth I think it was Wait. on the WB, too, I think
1: Yes, it was Yeah This is a part of my childhood that I forgot It was Yeah. put away man. for a very long time It was on
0: Hulu for a minute I was watching that stuff Dude, that show is fucking funny, bro Like, even as a kid show Like, even I'm cracking up with that yeah. And I'll be looking back, yes. I'll be laughing, bro, because I'm like, yo, this this really was kind of funny. Come um, um, over here being nostalgic,
1: childhood
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude, like that. That really good lessons for a lot of these shows too. That's why it's like I always mess with anime, bro. Like anime will always be like that thing, that thing, man. I swear, but it's just like you know. I feel like that show, I, I don't know. Like, it's just, I feel like the last se- season, they didn't dub it or whatever. I, I I don't know.
1: There was that. There was Bobo, bubba Bobo.
0: Yeah, Bobo, Bobo, Bobo,
1: And One Piece.
0: Yeah, One Piece. But that One Piece, early One Piece is like, on WB Kids or 4Kids, and it was, like... Um,
1: I don't...
0: You don't I want to talk about up. it.
1: Yeah. I haven't caught up. It's 900-something episodes, and I can't get into it. Plus the animation, is just... You don't, mm. you don't like One Piece animation? I think it's all right.
0: No, I, think, I think it's pretty good because right. it's different. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it's easy, it's easy to draw. That's what I'm saying. Okay, like, when you think is about it. he's
1: crying and his mouth is wide open. Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> look, I can't take it seriously.
0: I thought it was cool. I'd I, I be thinking it's cool, It's bro. okay. Anime is cool. I thought it was cool because it's, it's different, but it's like, it's still here and everything. It's like yeah. it's, it's been going on for like, since I was like a baby, basically. So it's just like you know, it's really hard to keep up. Really, what do you think about it? It
1: is like I try to get into it during the pandemic where we were all shut in, you know, twenty twenty. Now who are you
0: telling, me? It was on Netflix for a little bit, but as soon as it was done on Netflix, it's like they didn't have any extra episodes after that. I was like, yeah, no, nah. I ain't know where to go with that, man. But it's just, every time it comes on, you just you're instantly with it, though. Like that's a, that's yeah. the cool thing about One Piece. It don't matter what they're at. Like the story's so good, you go still watch it I no can, matter the What's can going can on? Okay. Can't get into it. I
1: can't. <laughs>
0: Gundam. Oh, I yeah, love Gundam. Gundam as I a love kid. Gundam. I love Gundam as a kid because it was just it was like Transformers, but like Japanese Transformers and it wasn't even Transformers, it was just big mecha robots. Mm-hmm. And they looked amazing. I'm like, how did they f- you
1: watch Erica Seven?
0: Erica Seven? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing with Gundam. I loved it more as a kid, though. Like, I didn't get to, like, re-watch it from the beginning. Because I like watching tsunami promos and everything on YouTube. Like, wow, this shit looks amazing to watch if mm-hmm. I had time to watch it. But I don't even be knowing where to start with the thing, man. I'm going to be a thousand percent, dude. It's like, for yeah, real.
1: I recommend Eureka 7. Because, you know, that's kind of like a robot-type anime. But at the same time, it doesn't just focus on that. It focuses on the actual plot and characters. But it's not just like 10 episodes or 24 episodes, it's a whole. I love episodes where it's like, it feels like it's just taking, I don't know how long, like an hour or two, and it's only like 24, 30 minutes.
0: Mm. So it's
1: like that. I definitely recommend that.
0: Not yeah. enough really, though, but it's like, well, at least one thing we can agree on, Yu Yu Hakusho is definitely goaded. <laughs> but it's like, because like, I know we keep going back and forth because it's like we keep jumping <laughs> off. You you
1: and Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. oh yeah we're talking about this wait let's go back yeah, it's you like, it
0: yeah but it's just like cause it's like cause I wanna get this uh, wrapped up the villains yeah like from Togoro to what was the second one the, the evil spirit uh, detective I'm terrible with names okay I know it's like then they have the three gods I'm like damn I really forgot the villain I, know, I don't know I can remember younger Togoro um, I know the first one was like you know I don't know only Togoro can I the one I could, you might have to put out a list yeah <laughs> But I remember... I be remembered by seasons. Um, Who was the damn... The second one. I can't remember for the life of me. Uh, she's looking at looking up right now, y'all. Let us just pause <laughs> <to> <laughs> well, yeah, for a minute. Okay, just because we had the detox, we oh, had to we do some research eyes. again. <laughs> yeah, I know it's been a minute since we watched the Yu show. But it's like, yeah, the villains were just so, like... How can I say, um they're very, I don't want to say sensational and everything, because I'm like, who the hell says it's sensational? <laughs> they're very endearing, like really, like especially. Memorable. Yeah, memorable. Although we Nostalgic. couldn't remember damn name. <laughs> uh, well, really, really, one of my favorites, I guess, is going to be personally, for me, Sensui. This is my favorite, but also Elder Tagoro. Like, I feel like they're neck and neck and everything. Yomi is pretty cool, too. And everything because it was different um but for real though i'm I'm thinking like man like freaking freaking elder dagoro like because i when we, when we were first introduced him we just thought it was just another like baddie and everything like he was just mm-hmm. gonna be killed off sent to the side and that was it you know but then he ended up being like a much bigger baddie and everything like, he, like it was like yeah you thought you killed me but not really you know and i just thought that was pretty cool and everything and then the whole tournament saga was based on just beating this one dude and everything. And it's just like I think back of how like I really really want to rewatch it again because just watching all that for like the first tonight. time, not tonight <laughs> definitely because it's gonna take up so much damn time. But it's like for real though. It's just like yeah, you know, and sensui too, and everything with him being like a evil spirit detective and everything. I thought it was like they're all like reflections of society and everything. It's just like Elder Tagaro just a, like shame and guilt, you know. It's like you know, uh, Sensui was had kind of felt ashamed of like what he did to all those demons without even asking questions. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know that humans were the worst, like you know, harming all these demons as badly as they did. And then it's just like, um, well, Elder Togoro it was like the shame of like giving up his humanity, and everything of fear of like getting old. You know, I just thought it was, like, very poetic, you know? Because, like, we all face these things uh, to the uh, ever, on everyday life. Like, was, what are we doing? Is it really, like, is that really, like, what we should be doing and everything? You know, do we see both sides of everything, you know? And it's like, you know, since we felt so bad, he wanted to die in hell, basically. Yeah. When do you think about it? He wanted to die at the hands of another demon because it's just, like, it was only poetic for him. It was, like, atonement, you know, for what he did. And like for Elder Tugaro, he like he needed to lose somebody stronger than him, to prove that it's just like you know even though this whole immortality stuff he did make the wrong decision, you know you know becoming the very thing he hated uh, like a demon like the demon that literally killed his whole like class or group or whatever happened, and it's just like you know that fear of vulnerability you know like I feel like I can relate to a lot of that too and it's just like it's just a lot of men as a whole, and everything. What what do you think about the villains?
1: So I feel like personally. When you look at villains from like Yu Yu Hakusho and you compare them to maybe like modern villains in anime cartoons, whatever, it has more of a deeper impact and you actually relate to some of the villains. Whereas now it's kind of like you don't have that connection with them. And it's easy to forget some of these modern villains. Whereas you see a villain from maybe like Inuyasha, Yu Hakusho Blah, blah 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 and you always remember them because they made an impact they mm-hmm. did something and they spoke in a way that made you remember them they made sure you knew who they were
0: mm-hmm.
1: whereas now it's like I mean mm-hmm. I'm here and I'm going to kill you like what?
0: Yeah, I mean, even Dragon Ball Z was kind of like that too. When you really think about it, like when how like none of the villains were really endearing. When you think about it. like Frieza's just like, oh yeah, I'm I'm kind of just scared of these things. I don't want them to get too strong, so I'm gonna go like freaking space. But still, like, had
1: a backstory too him. Frieza had a backstory. What was Frieza's backstory? Man, I don't remember, but he had one. He did but- not
0: have a dang backstory. <laughs> he was literally just space Hitler. I mean, he
1: was he was. He came from somewhere, okay? Anyways, <laughs> Cell. There was Cell, there was the Android. He
0: barely had a backstory. He was just like, he was basically just all the Z fighters put together. It's like, okay, I hate this one Z fighter because as a kid, he messed up the whole Red Ribbon army, so I'm making androids and stuff.
1: But yeah. you remember him.
0: Yeah, because he was like a cool character. Like, that's yeah. like They were so memorable to the D, they weren't endearing. That's what made you, Hawkinshaw, the villains so different because they were very endearing to like the soul and everything, except Yomi, I think Yomi was just like, oh, I just, you know, I want to take over and everything, or I want (laughs) to be, like, the king of hell or whatever, and then he ends up losing and everything, and then they had to go with democracy and whatnot. It was different because, you know, Yusuke actually lost this fight, but it still, like, it still worked out, so I thought that was pretty cool. And then it's, like, at the same token, it's just, like, with Naruto villains, I feel like you know, like Naruto is like a good case study because it's like you know, like you see like how the villains kind of grew up and everything. Orochimaru, pain. wanting yeah, yeah, pain especially being the one, being one. And Itachi, you know, yeah, Itachi. Itachi
1: wasn't really, I don't know. He's a complicated case because he wasn't really a villain, but he was
0: kind of like a villain, yes. like at the beginning, like he was we saw made him...
1: into a villain when he was actually on the side of the village. So you look at his choices like, what would I have done? Mm-hmm. Chosen my family or my village? Mm-hmm. And you look at it like, okay, what he did was for a reason, which is why he turned into that villain that the village hated. But he did it to to protect them.
0: Yeah, he just wanted to. He wanted to protect from war and stuff of that nature. Like, no more war, because he saw what war did. Um. So like the world and everything. The you know? villain was Donzo. Yeah, Donzo was <laughs> hell of a villain for real. But I, what I really like about Donzo, I like his techniques. I like the whole wind bullet, he like vacuum. He was trash. <laughs> oh yeah, he's definitely like Donald Trump levels. You know what? I feel like it was a mixed opportunity, a miss opportunity. They should have made him a Hokage for a little bit throughout the War Saga, and everything. Hear me out, because bro, we never. <laughs> no, no, I see your face. I was like, what? I hated this nigga, dude. That's the thing. Imagine a Hokage. That was doing some shady shit all the time, bro. Trump. Trump. Yeah, yeah, basically Trump. And imagine everyone in the village freaking hates him, but we can't do anything because he's still assigning I mean, all the missions. Him. I would have really liked to see Donzo and like Naruto, like basically, you know, Naruto become a Joni and like Donzo being the one that's like making orders and shit like that. I would have really liked to see that arc, you know, for like probably for a good four, five, seven like years. That would
1: piss me off because I just couldn't stand Donzo.
0: Because then we could probably see a little bit of human side too. It's just like, you know, like, yeah, I just wanted to help the village and everything like that, but I'm still a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Like, you know, it's just like, you know, because when you think about it, he's kind of like an evil third or a Hokage and everything. Because the third Hokage was hella passive. This one, like, Donzo's more assertive, but like assertive, like, behind the scenes and everything. Yeah. You know? And I just really wanted to see that play out because of naruto as a character what what wanted to become hokage and kind of see how like how not to be hokage through danzo's are that would have really helped like for maybe like three years they would have put him there and everything three good years yeah i'll be going for just okay, three years time skip it. like dude we hate this guy he keeps sending us all these weird missions and everything you know kind of seeing how it's going to cause disarray between all the different villages and everything i would really like to see that you know, just to kind of see the dynamics of, like, why it's important to do the right thing. Yeah. You know? And we never really got to see that. Like, just a corrupt Hokage and everything put in action, like, for many seasons, you know? I would have really liked to see that, really.
1: <laughs> that, Like, now that you tell me, I kind of think of it like that would kind of make Naruto act different now from seeing a bad Hokage. Because he's always looked up to the Hokages.
0: So imagine all, having to work under Okage freaking haste, like. How would dude. it change
1: his mindset? How would it change him?
0: I would have liked to see, like, you know, maybe would he become more passive and everything? Like, oh, I just got to do my work and everything, you know? It's like, you know, and then maybe he has a three-man squad and everything, too. You know, I would have really liked to see that and have the answer to Danzo. But then Sasuke's still out there and everything. He's still coming back to try to assassinate Danzo. <laughs> and at one hand, it's just like he's still like a national criminal, but yeah. at the same time, you know, Naruto has to stick up for his, like, village and everything. Mm-hmm. That would have been hella compelling. You gotta admit. That's, it that's would, it would. It would have been something, it would be something different. You know, that's, that's it's like, I feel like they had so many boss battles in the video games. Like, in a short period of time between Naruto and Sasuke during the Shippuden era. I would have liked to see that, how that would have transferred in, like, the later era. Like, where they're both Jonin and yeah, everything yeah. like that. I would have loved to see that. But it's like, that the our whole arc had to end after the war saga with the Kaguya. And they, how you feel about the ending of the series? You thought it was kind of rushed, or it was like whatever. We rushed. You felt we're like it was rushed. rushed. Yeah, definitely <laughs> rushed for sure. Because they didn't know what to do with Mortar. Because they made Mortar too damn OP, so they had to like make a completely different villain with a with a actual weakness and everything. And I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, it was whatever, but it's just like I don't know. I feel it like it should left have left me
1: feeling empty. Like I felt like. We should have seen a little bit more when they were going through, you know, their 20s. Yeah. And they skipped that era to go to, you know, Boruto. Olderness. So, yeah. I mean, it's cool. I didn't
0: really so much mind that.
1: I don't know. I didn't care for them skipping so much and us not seeing how they ended up being together. Like, the couples. We should have seen how they get together. How did this happen?
0: What we 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 all knew mean. Shikamaru and Tamari was gonna end up together. Though. We
1: knew about that one, but what about everybody else?
0: I mean, Eno was definitely gonna have to hook up with Sai eventually because he was the one that looked the most like Sasuke but less murderous. Like,
1: yeah, but how they end up together—that's my thing. We didn't get like shown how did that happen?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, man. I mean, the whole couple, the whole couples thing. It's like I'm not really too much concerned with it because like it's already written. It is what it, it is. is. I, the whole Sakura and Sasuke thing is kind of—I uh, don't know—I'm not feeling it. I like—I I, prefer—I would prefer um, Sasuke hooking up with Karin. because I feel like that would make serve his goals even better. Because like the whole like trying to rebuild the Uchiha clan and everything, and imagine that with like a little bit of Uzumaki blood put into it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I mean, they kind of rebuilt it with the whole, you, you seen that story arc where like they basically cloned all the Uchiha's and everything, like Shin Uchiha or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they kind of already did that. Like, the Uchiha clan's kind of back. It's just, they they look kind of weird and albino.
1: <laughs> they look kind of weird.
0: I mean, they could, they don't, their offspring don't gotta be albino. So it's like, maybe they could all have like different personalities or something like that. Like Smurfs or some shit. Like, I'm thinking like Smurfs like I, that's how I'm saying it like you know they can all just have different personalities like you know this, I'm done this Shin Uchiha got like freaking eating problems or something But like what in the world or, no. <laughs> like this freaking i watched
1: that but still I mean I'm just saying it's
0: different but it's like it's all right and everything um Dude, extra
1: thirsty
0: oh I'm not even extra thirsty I just I just had that in my in my in my what was that front pocket pouch? I don't know. It was in my hoodie. The
1: thingy, the thingy thingy.
0: <laughs> yes, the thingy thing. We've been talking about anime for, like, most of this episode. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about all sorts of stuff. Like, I know it's, like, about HBCU life and everything. Would you say, like, when getting along with the whole HBCU, you feel like you got as much as you wanted the past couple years?
1: Um, I got what I wanted for my first two years. Uh, but then once the pandemic hit, everything just wiped out it's not the same experience because so many of the people that made this hbcu what it is graduated during the pandemic and our incoming freshmen didn't get that Mm -hmm. so it's more reviving our school and bringing back the black experience like it was before
0: yeah my biggest regret—I know I said this in other episode, i didn't really get to put myself out there as much as I really wanted to. I'm naturally an extrovert, but I'm kind of dealing with a whole lot of shit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, would you say that you put yourself out there a whole lot, or what is just like whatever for you?
1: Like- um, it's really whatever. But recently, without my choice, I've been out there just because my responsibilities forced me to. Because, like I said in the beginning, I am the art club president. I've been it for two years. I am Miss NAACP, so that kind of pushes me out of my comfort zone. And being an art major, we're more introverted. So whenever I have so many roles, it forces me to be more, you know. Extroverted. Yes.
0: So you say you met like a whole lot of people and everything, like you feel like you met like a whole group of friends and stuff of that nature?
1: I wouldn't say friends, because you can't call everyone your friend. I've met a whole bunch of acquaintances, Mm -hmm. and I've made a lot of connections that'll help me in the future. But when it comes to, like, friendships and relationships, I have a handful of people that I can really trust and say that, like, those are my homeboys, homegirls.
0: Yeah, I feel like for me it's mostly just people in the Men's Achievement Center and everything. Although I'm not, like, the closest to everybody and everything, you know. Like, I know I was going through a very difficult time, and the first people I went and told and everything, and everyone's just like, oh, yeah, you know, it's all right. You know, you can talk to me and everything. You know, that so they come by, drop by, um by my room, you know, just to kind of check up on me. And I thought that was pretty cool when they did that. Cause I'd be thinking like, you know, maybe I would just kind of like existed here, like on campus. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really put myself out there. I kind of had like an energy, like in my freshman year, you know, but then it's just, I like kind of cut back on that for a while. And so I feel like I regret like not going to as many parties as I wish I would, or I'd not put myself out there as much as I wish I should mm-hmm. and everything. So it's just, I'd be thinking like, damn, maybe I could try again at Howard university. You know what I'm saying? Cause the pandemic did like take a little bit out at the same token, but it's like, you know, there's still a part of me that feel like, couldn't I have done something more? Could I have done some, like, Could I have done something? Uh, So, I just I just don't really sweat it, really. I'm just kind of cool with just being an honor roll student and just letting it be what it is and everything. But it's like, you know, I've been fucking up this semester, especially with the sixth classes. So, I'm just trying to work on trying to, like, get back with that and everything. Uh, what struggles do you feel like was, like, the hardest for you throughout your years at SCCU?
1: Um, that's actually a hard question because struggles
0: uh or obstacles just like in general just some things that just kind of got you away from doing like whatever
1: obstacles are probably just fake people i can't stand fakeness and there's a lot of people whenever you're going into university that try too hard to be something that they're not and you can tell when those people aren't themselves because they're just a hot mess Mm. and dealing with those people and still being yourself and not, you know, going outside of your character is also kind of hard because, you know, you're dealing with these people. And you're like, why are you like this? Mm. Like, chill. But you can't always do that because they might not be able to help it. Mm. But other than that, I haven't really gone through as many obstacles as I thought. I mean, depression was one because whenever you're a college student and you're going through so much and you don't have as much to lean on. Mm. also with the pandemic because that played a big role it just puts you into this mood where it's like dang like what am I even doing mm. but this year has been like amazing mm. um I started coming in here more actually the men's achievement center because I am in the uh, in the NAACP and that showed me like hey there's actual people that I can talk to mm. and you know chill out with and my boyfriend's also in here so We'll be just hanging out, bumping into each other, and it's just, it's great.
0: Okay, that's really good. That's wonderful, like, that other people can find refuge in the Men's Achievement Center, bro. Like, that's What I wanted to join fraternities and stuff like that, but I was kind of like, because so, we had to pay money to get in and everything. I thought like I had to deal with, like, hazing and stuff like that. I feel like, dang, did I miss out on really joining a fraternity or a 100 collegiate black men and stuff like that? You know, like maybe I want to socialize just a little bit more and everything in my time here, but it's like I was just I had like something I was dealing with and everything. I'm still dealing with it now. I still have to like go to like the doctor with, so it's just like it kind of holds me back from doing certain things that I want to do, especially. So it's just like it's just stuff of that nature. So it kind of breaks my heart to know that I really didn't get the whole HBCU experience that I thought I was gonna get. But I'm still look on the bright side and still be uh have gratitude. Um. To just have a gratitude about like, you know, just doing well and just stuff of that nature. Um, I'm hoping like to transfer to Howard University to get for my graduate uh, school program and stuff of that nature. Would you say like doing art, especially kind of like help you through your times in NCCU, would you say they kind of helped you build more connections with other people too?
1: So it has helped me with making connections and it has helped me personally with, you know, dealing with my own struggles but the biggest thing that helped me was writing because I also enjoy writing, and other times it's where I actually get out and I'm not doing art. That helps me because instead of doing something I love, I'm doing something different and stepping out of my comfort zone, and by doing that, it makes me feel more refreshed and like, hey, I'm doing something. I'm accomplishing something, and it's not like I'm just living my life like, I'm truly doing something to make myself.
0: Like, you're not just existing, basically. Yes,
1: become better. And I'm learning instead of just sitting around and, you know, doing what I know I can do.
0: Oh, no, I can, I can feel that a whole wholeheartedly and everything. Um, I know you're graduating next semester, correct? I'm um, just wondering, uh, what are some things you're going to miss from NCCU once you leave?
1: Everything. Because <laughs> my freshman year, I did go to the parties. I was all over the place going to any event. So that's left a big impact on me. And being here has made me grow and become the person that I am today. Being with the people my own age and just chilling out, meeting at the calf, um, Fried Chicken Wednesdays, despite some of it being trashy. You know, it's memories that I'm really going to miss. And just, it, this is my home. We've been here for about four years now after i graduate it's gonna be like hey what do i do now
0: yeah that's one of my big things that's why i was like that's one of what really want makes me want to motivate to go to graduate school because i don't i can't imagine life not being in school now like we've been in oh, school cool. literally been in school like most of our lives up to this point and like after like this like graduate school i'm thinking about going to get my doctorate's also somewhere down the line and just mm-hmm. things of that nature yeah it's just it's just stuff like that um It's just, like, I guess the more that you get older and everything, you know, you realize, like, like, you know, but you're still pretty young at the same time. Like, sometimes I be feeling like I'm way too old. Like, I be thinking, like, dang, like, what have I been doing the past five years? Like, maybe I should have dropped more music. I should have did something else. I should have did something. You know, and I just replay, like, a whole lot of things. And, like, it just comes with the grid. Like, oh, man, this could have went this way or this could have went that way and stuff like that excuse me excuse me it's just i had to see or miss <laughs> um Belton. <laughs> anyway but it's just stuff like that i just try to focus on all the you know the positive spots of everything you know it's just like you know i got to be a part of like journey entertainment you know i don't know if you heard about journey entertainment um see it's like it started while one, one of my friends he's also a liberian named destin hopefully i can get him on the podcast one day and uh it's just like it's just a group of like-minded individuals like you know who like making music and everything and they pretty much. Gave me a space to basically just be there, mm-hmm. um, and you know they kind of stuck with me through some hard times and everything like that, and I was able to upload like you know my mixtape. You know I feel like they kind of motivated me to do so. After like you know I've always wanted to drop a mixtape for years, and I had to separate myself to actually getting it done. So it's just stuff of that nature. Would you say like there's a group of people like you know I know you're in a club, a club not double, yeah Miss Double NC.
1: In the Yeah, 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 yeah. That, 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 yeah. that. But you're
0: also a part of like the art club or something yes. like that. Yeah. And like, would you say like you know, would you say the people that you lean on in that uh, in the art club and everything? Would you say like um they're a very positive influence uh, while your time here at NCCU too?
1: See, the thing is, I'm the one that people lean on. So mm. I haven't really had anyone that I lean on personally in the art club. Mm. I have them coming to me about their problems or if they need anything. And it's been like that since I was a sophomore, actually, where more people come to me than I go to them. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: it's recently that I start leaning on more people, and they're not even involved with any of my clubs. It's just, like, close friends or people that I feel like I can actually, like, talk to about personal things and, you know, being black in Durham, North Carolina, and in the world. So my thing is, personally, I don't live in the past. I live in the present. Mm -hmm because if you think about it you can die any day mm. like tomorrow's not promised so i feel like instead of us focusing so much on you know hey what can i do what should i do um school this school that job this job this i feel like we should really enjoy what we're doing and you know live our lives to the fullest where if you feel like you want to do something do it if you have a dream accomplish your dream and your goals Because you never know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, like, my measuring stick, because everybody has a measuring stick, you know, in terms of time. And everything it's like, I got a bad habit where I like you know, check up and just see, like, you know, like, how's everybody like from high school kind of doing and everything, what they're accomplishing. And that's pretty much be my driving force out of like high school and everything. I know it's just, it's really just been me and like this one other guy from high school that just dropped like an actual project. I know somebody dropped something too, but then I think they like deleted it or something like that. I don't know what they did with it. But it's just like stuff like that. So it's just like, you know, to know that I actually put the time into actually putting out this project and everything, and that I still have the ideas and I have like beats all on my laptop going on for years, maybe days, and everything um as long as i can really add in like the resources and the work ethic to like drop as many projects as possible before i want to say not my cutoff age but i want to say somewhere between 27 28 that's why i should really really like like slow down slow down with the music thing um i can still pretty much keep going and whatever to see where it takes me and everything but you know by that around like 30 i know some people like even two chains even went to like you know do blow up after 30. maybe i might consider it myself Um, but it's like, you know, it's just, I really want to be able like, before I lay to rest, if I can drop at least up to, like, 300 songs, like, that's my main goal is to drop about, like, 300 songs, and I feel like once I really start, like, you know, bringing in my major bread and everything from, like, maybe, like, uh, working at, like, I don't know where I might be working after college or whatever but it's like wherever i'm going and everything if it makes if it kind of fuels in my career path or whatever like that's like that's like that main thing you know what i'm saying like i hope it like fuels like my hobbies and stuff of that nature um i'm hoping like maybe this this podcast honestly like blows up too some people can make up to like 2,000 i think weekly if their podcast is really like right, up there out nice. there so it's like if i can like get up to 50 episodes um before the end of the year which is my goal and you're really helping you're with blessed. that <laughs> thank you miss
1: the Avian.
0: And everything in regards to this, um, I really do appreciate you for hopping on. I know this kind of came out of nowhere. You're just kind of sitting around just minding your own business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just weren't thinking <laughs> about doing much of anything, right? Not really. I was just
1: chilling, doing some um, graphics for my class. But I mean... Okay, but you know,
0: you am still fucking with the podcast and everything. You're going to check out it too. All know. right. All right. For sure, then. I'll be sure to upload it, like, probably, like... um probably before like the end of the night for sure like i'm trying to see if i can get in as much as i can but uh thank you very much again miss
1: D'Avion johnson
0: yes D'Avion johnson and that is episode 24 kobe (laughs) with the mental threats podcast thank you very much